At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. A Thursday show for you. Jeff Parles, decent host, decent producer, will join the show. He's a big Mets fan and Jets fan. We've had him on before, so we'll have him on. We'll talk a little baseball, some Mets, Yankees, Futures, MVP, uh, also some NHL, some base, some basketball as well, as the the, uh, the Rangers keep their season alive last night in what was uh, a dramatic game, just a dramatic night in sports with the Celtics and Bucks and what was a crazy game. And going on at the same time, the Rangers down 2 nothing, down three games to one. You know, they got buried in game four, gave up a million goals game three and game four. It looked like Game 5 was the same recipe. It looked like it was headed in the same direction as they're down 2-0. Uh, and then in the span of, like, what, three, four minutes, four goals. I think it was four goals in three minutes with Pittsburgh scoring its second goal. And then the Rangers, boom, 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 2-1, 2-2, and then they go ahead and win it 3-2. They added an empty net later for those of you who had the puck line. Boy, those can, be, uh, those can be heartbreakers, those empty netters one way or the other. As the Rangers win 5-3, they survive, they advance. And they now play Game 6 in Pittsburgh Friday, where, look, they are favored now. Uh, as Crosby gets hurt, they are now favored to win Game 6, minus 125. So, you know, a small favorite, basically a coin toss. But, hey, you never know with these series. You never know once you give a team life. You're feeling good. You're up three games to one. You're up two nothing. Uh, and it's all but over. And, look, you give a team life. You let them steal Game 5. And now... If you don't hold serve, if you're Pittsburgh, if you let New York come in and steal Game Six and force the Game Seven, you got to feel good about the Rangers' chances in a Game Seven. Now, look, it's hockey. You know, game to game doesn't really mean anything. Sometimes, minute to minute, period to period doesn't mean anything because 
it's so dependent on the goalie and just you know the way the puck bounces but the rangers keep their hopes alive like i said minus 125 tomorrow night in pittsburgh for game six plus 180 to win the series they are now 32 to 1 to win it all and boy what a difference a day makes they were plus 475 to win the series yesterday 50 to 1 to win the whole thing they're down to 32 to 1 at bet rivers so that's the hockey rangers off tonight try to even it up tomorrow i got a feeling they will look i haven't had a great feel for this series i thought they would lose last night and win game four i had it flip-flopped and hey when they were down two nothing last night i felt like i got that game right it's just i think crosby going out was obviously huge and uh, the rangers were able to capitalize sometimes you give a team second life it's like in, in baseball when you know two strikes and you know the catcher drops strike three on a foul tip or the infielder boots a ball our drops a pop-up in foul territory. That's dangerous. It's hard to get a team out. It's hard to get a guy out for the second time. It's hard to eliminate a team for the second time. So the, the Penguins had the Rangers dead to rights last night and let them off the hook. So we'll see if we get a game seven. We will have a game six. That's the NHL. A lot of NHL. Boy, the, all these series, 2-2, two, 3-2, two, two, really in both these sports. We're looking, I think, a lot of game sevens this weekend in the NHL first round as well as the NBA second round as tonight. Philly, Miami. Philly minus two at Bet Rivers, total 207. Both spreads are two as Phoenix looks to eliminate Dallas in Dallas. Phoenix minus two uh, at Bet Rivers in that one. And really, it's a, boy, it's, a, it's a great night of sports. It's shaping up to be just a great weekend of sports with all these, you know, game sixes, game sevens. You got a chance here. I, I would assume, now that game was so crazy last night, Memphis and Golden State. I would assume. Golden State eliminates them tomorrow, but if you don't, I mean, you could be looking at two, three, four game sevens here. Now, Milwaukee, like I said, um, that, that game really uh, just an incredible job by Milwaukee. A terrible performance down the stretch by Boston. So, you know, I, I wouldn't declare that series over. I really wouldn't declare any of these series over. I do think Philly probably wins tonight and forces a game seven. I have a feeling Phoenix eliminates Dallas in Dallas tonight. And, and again, that one is uh, a total of 211. Both teams favored by two tonight. Phoenix minus two in Dallas. Philly minus two home against the Heat. Uh, and then tomorrow, Bucks and Celtics. Bucks minus one and a half at Bet Rivers, total 211. And as I said, Grizzlies minus eight and a half. Uh, total 217 uh, against Memphis. And if you're paying attention last night, uh, Memphis is up, I think, 27 at half. And they were plus five, 575 for the money line at Bet Rivers for the second half. And they not only won it, I mean, they were up, I think, 55 at one point. Golden State rallied a little bit. I think ended up losing by like 39 to make it a little bit more, uh, I don't even know if respectable is the word, but not as bad. I think Memphis was flirting with the uh, the playoff record for a good portion of that second half and just a total destruction, a total no-show by Golden State. So a uh, lot of hockey, a lot of NBA. Yankees in action tonight. Heel on the mound against Cease. Total is eight. Yankees plus $1.25 is heel. Making his season debut. Remember, he pitched a handful of games last year, like late in the season in August. Was really good. Uh, didn't give up more than like a run or two total. Now, he walked a bunch of guys. Command was a little bit of an issue. But his stuff is incredible. Uh, and, and again, Yankees yesterday beat the Blue Jays. They sweep Toronto. Toronto has not played well at all. Yankees are minus $1.39 at Bet Rivers to win the division. And you got to love the way, really, both these local teams, the Mets, the Yankees. I know the Mets had a tough loss last night. Uh, with scoring a couple runs early, and McGill had the first his first really bad performance of the year. So, look, you give him one. Uh, it's not one you wanted to lose. You never want to lose a game like that, especially to a bad team. But you got to like where you're at here if you're the Mets. Got to like where you're at here if you're the Yankees. And uh, I, I would be looking at the Yankees tonight, plus 125. I think that's a pretty good number. And you just look, the lineup, the, good, the thing you like about their lineup, 
Rizzo carried the team early on. He's cooled off. Then Judge gets hot. He cools off. Now Glaber's carrying the team. It's just, you know, it's usually the sign of a pretty good team is different a, a different guy every night, every few nights carrying the team, and they have a bunch of different guys that are capable of doing it. You know, Stanton hasn't even hit his stride yet where he's carrying the team. He had uh, a couple of home runs that first weekend, but he's been, you know, hit or miss ever since, a couple here and there, but he hasn't had that stretch where he hits, you know, 10 and 14 games, and that stretch is probably coming, so... This Yankee team's good. A lot of ways to beat you. You wish they had another bat, you know, a little light at shortstop, a little light at catcher, but they field the ball a lot better. Field the ball a lot better. A lot better base running, a lot better defense. They were just so poorly coached, you know, so poor, uh, poorly fundamentally sound last year, uh, I guess is the best way to put it, where, you know, they just didn't field the ball well. Defensive run saves, uh, you know, bottom of the league, I think 29th out of 30th. And defense in baseball can be tricky. You know, it's, it's a subtle thing. It's a hard thing to quantify. It can be sort of subjective. How he shouldn't have caught that ball. He should have caught that ball. It's a lot of hidden, you know, hidden runs, hidden base runners. But it's clearly a lot better, and they're a lot better at pretty much every position. You know, getting rid of Sanchez has helped. Even though, look, all the people that wanted Higashioka to catch, uh, you got your wish because that guy can't hit at all, at all. At least Sanchez could, you know, run into 30, 35 homers for you. I know he had his other issues, hitting good pitching, striking out, pass balls, you name it, but. Uh, at least Sanchez could hit. Higashioka has done nothing offensively. But that being said, steadier, more stable behind the plate. They're obviously better at shortstop with Kiner Falefa. LeMahieu's healthy. He's played well. Donaldson's a good glove at third, although he hasn't really hit much. Rizzo, we know how good he is at first. The outfield defense is good. So defense is much better. The bullpen's good. They're going to hit enough homers. The starting pitching's been outstanding. I mean, the starting pitching's been really, really good, really consistent. And uh, there was an article in The Athletic today that the Yankees, uh, Rojas, who, who managed the Mets last year, Rojas came in and his big thing with the Yankees was preventing steals, preventing stolen bases. He looked at the team last year, the last couple of years, and said, you guys are just allowing too many extra bases. You're not holding runners on properly. You're not checking runners properly for the pitcher. It's not giving the catchers a fair chance to throw anybody out. And just those little things they've really cut down on, you know, the uh, – just the extra bases allowed by their opponent. So uh, you got to like where the Yankees are at. They're in a position here, like I said, next 14 games against the White Sox, the Orioles, are a weird scheduling scheduling quirk where you know, you're know you only playing the, the same two teams twice for 14 games. It's four against the White Sox, three against the Orioles, then vice versa where it's four against Baltimore, three against the White Sox. So uh, you got a chance here. If you can go 10 and four, which I think is realistic, I, I really do think that's realistic, you got a chance here to – uh, open up a little bit of a gap here between you and Tampa, you and Toronto. Boston, you don't have to worry about. Boston's a total mess. 12 out in the loss column. You could forget them. And look, if you, same thing about the Mets. Same thing with the Mets you know, that I've been saying about the Mets. If you're the Yankees and you can get an 8, 9, 10 game lead in the loss column heading into Memorial Day when you play uh, the Rays Memorial Day weekend for the first time, you got a chance to run and hide. I don't, you know, I don't care how much you want to say, oh, it's a long season, this and that. Catching a really good team, and the Yankees are a really good team. Catching a really good team like the Yankees, barring you know a mountain of injuries, which look we know they're prone to, at least they have been in past years, it's really hard to make up nine or ten games. So important stretch for the Yankees. They have a chance to kind of pull away here, put their stamp on, you know, this division this season. If they have a good eleven and you know eleven and three is asking a lot, but ten and four, eleven and three, something like that, uh, they have a chance when they meet up against Tampa Memorial Day weekend here in a couple of weeks. To be a good eight, nine-plus games up, and they're just going to be really, really hard to catch uh, if that's the case. So they're in Chicago tonight. Heel versus Cease. Cease has pitched really well. That won't be an easy game, but you know, getting them plus 125 I think is a pretty good number. 
Mets are in action as we're recording now. They're up 3-0 on the Nationals. Uh, so they will play, I believe, Seattle this weekend. So both New York teams still in good shape. The Rangers keep their season alive. Uh, busy time of the year with sports between the you know all the baseball. It seems like we get a baseball game every day with the season starting later and all the rainouts. These teams never get a day off, so it, it's good for us. It's games to watch. It's games to bet on. Of course, go to betrivers.com, download the BetRivers app, and uh, they got plenty of options for you if you're looking to get down on these games. They got ways, so many ways to play all these games. I mean, there's like 300 different ways to bet these hockey games, whether it's first five minutes, first 10 minutes, first team to score, first period, third period. Uh, a lot going on here at Bet Rivers, and this is uh, the perfect time of the year to get down uh, at Bet Rivers and, and see what they've got going on. Let's look at the specials they have today. You got Betts or Harper to hit a home run that's plus 175. Jason Weingart was on yesterday. He said Mookie Betts 20 to 1, 25 to 1 is a, is a really good bet. So he suggested that if you missed that. And uh, if you did, go back and check out that episode from yesterday. He did a really good job, as he always does, uh, breaking down the baseball and the futures market. And then the NBA, we have, let's see, the closeout parlay. So the Suns and the Heat both to win plus 268. And then in the Sixers game, Harden to record over 8.5 assists and over 2.5 made three-pointers versus Miami. That is plus 215. And boy, Luka, this number looks ridiculous, but I guess it's not. Luka to record over 50.5 combined points, rebounds, and assists, minus 118. Hey, he's good for it. He's definitely good for it. He's put up 40, I think, a couple times in this series. So go to BetRivers.com, check out the BetRivers app, see what they have to offer. Again, a, a wide array of options. At really the perfect time of year with all the baseball, the basketball, the hockey. NFL schedule released tonight. I'm sure we'll spend some time on that in the next coming weeks. With all the sports going on, it's it's hard for me to get into, you know, who's playing who in September. We know all the opponents, so uh, I'll be into it. I'll check out, you know, the schedule and sooner or later. Some of these lines are going to start to pop up. I think a few of them already have at Bet River. So trust me, we'll, we'll spend, uh, spend plenty of time on football in the coming weeks, the coming months. But right now, a lot of baseball, a lot of NBA playoffs, a lot of NHL playoffs. And we'll do a little more next. That is with Jeff Parles, VEASAN host, VEASAN producer, owner of some Mets futures tickets. So looking forward to this one. Jeff is coming up next. This is a New York City cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Must be 21 or older. Available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right, we are back. New York City cast, BetRivers Sportsbook. Wasn't sure what to do today. Look, we got both baseball teams in first place. We got NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. Rangers are still alive. The NFL schedule comes out tonight. So I figured, you know what? Might as well do a little bit of everything. And to do that, we have uh, a jack of all trades, the Brad Smith of this podcast. He does a little bit of everything. He is Jeff Parles. Jeff, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on. Wow, that's a, that's a, being a Mizzou grad and a Jed fan, that's a, that's, I that's as both nice boxes. of a, that's a nice of a comparison as you could have possibly given me there, Will. I checked both boxes. You know, I kind of thought that through. I was like, wait, is he going to get a Brad Smith reference? They said, wait a second. Is he going to get a Brad Smith reference? I mean, this is Missouri. This is Jets, you know, <laughs> uh, late 2000, you know, 20, what, what was he, 2010, something like that? 20, 2000, Brad, 2000. Brad, Brad, Brad Smith, uh, Will, the final game of the 2009 season, uh, my dad and I were at the game between the Jets and the Bengals. 
It was a Sunday night game. It was a win and in for the Jets. And we yes. froze our ass off. But it was the most dominant performance I have ever seen from a non-Dante Hall, Devin Hester kick return. Uh, and, and Brad, they couldn't stop the Brad Smith Wildcat in that game. Um, I, I, know that's, I, I know that's a little bit funky to compare him to the kick returners in a game where it was the Wildcat that did it. But Smith was, Smith was great. And, and, of course, he dominated the Bengals the following year on Thanksgiving night as well on, with, with a kick return touchdown. But there, Brad Smith, uh, the, uh, I think the most belo- him and Chase Daniel, the two most beloved Missouri Tigers in the last 20 years as well. So. Yeah, they beat the Bengals on that Sunday night game. I think that that was Sanchez's rookie year. Then they beat him the next week in the wild card game. And then they went on to beat Indy. No, no, no. They beat the Chargers. Then they lost to the Colts. Nate Kading missed a bunch of kicks. Yeah, the first first Rex run was Shane Uh Graham couldn't make a kick for the Bengals. Then Nate Kading couldn't make a kick. And then, of course, the one game the Jets actually, like, felt somewhat in control of, they lose with uh, Peyton Manning just being too good. What are you going to do? Yeah, I think the worst beat of my life is the Patriots-Jets game 2010. I had some just like monster parlay. I don't even know why. And I had Jets money line on it. All I needed was the under. And I took 17 points in the last like minute and a half to beat me. And they went to commercial. The Patriots are just running the ball, basically giving up. They kick a field goal and they miss it. But the two-minute warning had hit. So they re-kick it. They make it. And then Sean Green busted a touchdown. They get on Sportsman like for celebrating, and then the Patriots get a touchdown. So I got beat that way. That was uh, that had to be what oh, January fifteenth, twenty ten. I I was I was sitting in the end zone that Green was coming into, uh, at oh, Foxborough, wow. which is, I again, they probably the it's unless if the Jets, unless if I'm at the game, the Jets, again at some point the Jets will make a Super Bowl. I might be. You and I might might be six feet under at that point, Will. But at some point, uh, the Jets will make another will make another Super Bowl. Uh, that that's the that moment is probably the peak the peak of the last fifty years of Jets watching. And uh, oh, I trust me, uh, my dad and I were like, no, why did Sean Green run in? Just fall down. The game's over. New England's out of timeouts. Uh, and then of course, they sure you were just it a sure horrible, didn't. horrible, horrible beat there. That's just horrible. Dreadful. Oof. And that was, uh, you know, the Patriots kicker, Vinatieri. It wasn't Vinatieri. It wasn't because it, it was Shane. Sh- and that was that was Shane Graham again. Yes. Shane Graham involved. Shane Graham getting a lot of here. a lot of time on this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. I think last time we talked, uh, you were talking about the Mets. You just took them plus two seventy five to win the division. Uh, that number is right around there again. It's in the twos, except there's a minus sign instead of a plus sign. You got to feel pretty good here about your Mets the first you know month or so of the season. Oh, my number is awesome. Uh, my number is very lucky. I, I, they are, they're very good, Will. They're very good. And uh, look, uh, Tyler McGill was going to have a bad outing at some point. It's just unfortunate that you blow a 3 nothing lead and then don't do anything after that. All the runs were scored in the first two innings of that game last night. So Unbelievable. Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, while we're recording this, the Mets look like uh, they're in control against Washington. Uh, the Nats made a base running error that you would would have seen the Mets do all over all those years. Well, that's putting it kindly. Yeah, it was uh, it was bad. It was very bad that double play where both Soto and Bell were were thrown out at third base on the same play. Go watch it because it makes no sense if you just say it out loud. But they're good. They're legitimately good. And I think the thing that we have to keep in mind here, and I know Jason Weingarten has mentioned this to you and to Gill uh, on a numbers game. I, Jacob DeGrom hasn't thrown a pitch yet. They're the best team in the NL East, and they have a seven-game lead still. 
So you add DeGrom back in, and you're only asking Jacob DeGrom to throw 100 regular season innings and be pretty fresh for a postseason. If the will, if the Mets end up with one of the top two seeds, which I really do think it's a huge, it is a huge deal to get one of those top two seeds, so you don't have to get into the coin flip best of three, even though all those games would be at home, and possibly having to play the Cardinals in a best of three does not sound like a fun time to me. Uh, you get a, one of those top two seeds, a Met Dodger NLCS, just feels like that would be the most logical thing to happen, and. You get into an NLCS against the Dodgers, I'll take my chances. The Mets pitchers are are every bit as good as the Dodgers pitchers. Uh, it's just a matter of can can the Mets lineup hit enough in order to beat the Dodgers? Because that Dodger lineup is sick, as we know. Former Dodger great Max Scherzer against his old team. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and they, and they had that uh, classic series in 2015 where they won Game 5 in L.A. I think it was DeGrom who pitched Game 5. That was just an incredible series. Bulldog uh, bulldog performance that day. He didn't have it and still fought his way through. Yeah, I think they won that game, what, 2-1, to 3-2, to two, something three, like three, that? 3-2, I'm pretty sure. That was, that was Daniel came Murphy in for off of outs. Granky. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think they run and hide with this division? I, can, I guess I could ask the same question for the Yankees. Do you think – uh, yeah, I'll just start with that. Do you think both these teams, I think we both probably agree they win their divisions. I don't know if you feel differently. Do you think both teams, you know, run and hide? Or is there a moment here where uh, we're dealing with a pennant race in, you know, August, September, where Atlanta's three, four games out, they're head to head, and, and you got to fight for your life? Or do you think the Mets kind of pull away here? Uh, I, I would lean towards more that the Mets win this division between seven to 12 games would be my guess. Kind of what the margin is right now. They're more likely, though, to end up in a dogfight because I think Atlanta is better suited to make a second-half run. We saw it last year. Atlanta couldn't get over 500 until after the trade deadline, and then they go on a run and end up winning the whole thing. The Yankees will – I will say this. I've been a little bit disappointed in Toronto. I've expected the Blue Jays to be a little bit better than they've been. The Rays are always going to hang in. The Red Sox stink. The Orioles stink. I, I, I think the Yankees, though, are more likely to – like if we're talking about a team that ends up with a with a double digit solid double digit margin, I think the Yankees are probably more likely than the Mets. The Yankees, the Yankees rotation and their bullpen are awesome. And again, having all those power hitters in the lineup playing in that ballpark, and especially if Torres is going to hit and they have to play him, um, that team is loaded. That team, I, I was wrong on them. I thought they were going to underachieve this year. Um, they they are going to be the number one seed in the American League. They're going to be, and the pressure is going to be on them to win at least the American League pennant and get back to the World Series. Uh, but let's face it, the pressure's on them to win it all. If they're winning a, over 100 games, which is what it looks like they're going to be. Yeah, I gave them out as an over. I thought it'd be barely over. I thought they'd be 93, 94, 95. Just I thought they're you know perfectly kind of suited for the regular season. I thought the defense would be a little better, which it is. I have to say, though, they have played a pretty easy schedule. It's been a lot of the Royals and the Guardians and the Tigers, and they played Baltimore six times. So it's been easier. They haven't, you know, they've done pretty well against, well, they're what, four and two against Toronto, which is pretty good. You know, they haven't played Tampa yet. Uh, those games in Fenway are, ne are never easy, but uh, I would agree with you. I think they're uh, they're in pretty good shape here to win a division. Yeah, they're just, uh, they, the, I don't I don't think this Ray team is as good as it's been in the past. Well, no. And and the Blue Jays, I'm telling you, the Blue Jays are so that that team will as as we sit here today, the Blue Jays should to me be about four or five games better, just looking at it. But then you you just go with the Pythagorean theorem, uh, win Run percentage, yeah. and they're minus thirteen, and yeah. like you you just look at you look at them, 
And to me, they are, again, it's hard to say this about a team that's two games over 500, but they're a disappointment so far to me. Them and the White Sox in the AL, and the White Sox will be fine because the rest of that division stinks, and, and inevitably they'll go on a run where they win 18 out of 22 or something like that, playing crappy competition most days. But those two teams in the American League, even more so than the Mariners, who I think just have regression to the mean based off of what they were last year, overachieving like crazy. The 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 Rays and the, or excuse me, the Blue Jays and the White Sox are the two biggest disappointments in the AL, and the Yankees have taken full advantage of. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. The uh, the downside of these teams playing well, just as a better, if you don't have futures on them now, have you missed the boat here? I'll, I'll give you the the odds here. Bet Rivers, Mets and Yankees both eight to one. Dodgers are the favorite, four seventy five. Uh, Yankees 375 to win the American League. Mets 4 to 1 to win the National League. Uh, if you want to look at divisions, Yankees minus $1.39. Mets minus $2. Anything there that catches your eye? Oh, man. I, I wish you were short, still getting right? about plus 950 would be the number I'd buy on the Mets to win it all. I, if you can just get shy at 10 to 1, that's still good. I think 9 to 1 is the best number I've seen market wide. It's probably too short. Uh, I don't mind buying. Because here's the thing, Will. The Mets will always, until the Mets, until the Dodgers are not in the National League field or if they're playing each other in a playoff series and the Mets are ahead in a series, the Dodgers are always going to be the NL favorite. So you're never going to have to contend of having the short shot in the NL. The Yankees, Will, the Yankees to me should be a, a significant favorite already to win the American League pennant. So you might have to, if you want to buy it, you might even have to buy now, even though it seems short. I Because especially if they go to Chicago and they whip up on the White Sox, it's, it's a four-game series that starts uh, Thursday night. If the Yankees go to Chicago and whip up on the White Sox, win three out of four, somehow sweep that four-game series, well, those numbers are even going to be shorter come Monday. So you might have to buy now. And then, of course, on the flip side, you run the risk of the White Sox finally figuring it out. And the White Sox splitting or taking a series from the Yankees, but that's kind of what the futures market is. You can, you can, if you time it wrong, you end up with a crappy number. But in the end, I do think the Yankees are coming out of the AL based off of what we've seen through thirty games. Yeah, and it's a it's a weird scheduling quirk too because they get four against the White Sox, then three against the Orioles. The next fourteen games are only against the White Sox and the Orioles, so I think it's four Not White bad. Sox, three Orioles, then four Orioles, three White Sox. Something weird. That's a weird stretch where you go fourteen games, you only play the same two teams. Kind of strange. But it's a, like you said, it's a good opportunity. The White Sox aren't easy, but if you can just, you know, hold your ground against them, split, do a little better, beat up on the Orioles, you're going to be in good shape here pretty quickly. No, definitely. And uh, look again, baseball's weird. The only series the Yankees have lost so far this year was that series in Baltimore, where everyone was freaking out afterwards because they couldn't yeah. score. And now look, three weeks later, the Yankees are again to me, they should be the prohibited fa- and they are the favorites, but they should be the prohibited favorites in the American. Uh, we'll get to other sports. Just quickly, one last one on baseball. Otani, what number is kind of your point here for MVP? Because, look, it's still early. It's still a month in. But I think pretty soon we're going to go through the same thing last year. Where it's basically just Otani versus an injury in terms of the MVP. What number would appetize you in terms of winning the MVP? What's kind of your cutoff point where there's no longer value? I really think at this point, Will, the biggest hurdle, even more than health, could be Aaron Judge. We know how voters are. Uh, and even though Otani is now looking dominant on both sides of the ball, if the Yankees win 100-plus games, Aaron Judge could steal that award, fair or not. Now, I think if you can get Otani anything north of $2, I think you got to take it right now. 
if you can get anything north of that, I know the Westgate went odds on. Uh, I, I think probably Otani should be about plus 150 right now. If you can get anything north of $2, and there are some books that had it as of yesterday still. North Matt of Rivers plus, plus 250. Yeah, like I, I would consider, I, I would very much consider buying that right now because all it will take is Otani to have a great month of May. And any slowdown by Judge, Otani can, w- w- could very easily be odds on everywhere by the middle of June. So I, I think anything over $2 is good on Otani, but I really do think Aaron Judge has a chance, Will, just the way he has been uh, the, and the fact that, again, you know, it's a fickle thing with voters every year, and if he hits 35, 40 homers, drives in over 100 runs, the Yankees win 100 games, it's not crazy that Judge could steal it. I think he's the only one in the AL that can. Um. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, NBA, we got four game sixes. I'll, I'll ask you the same question I asked Gil this morning. How many game sevens do we get? We get Philadelphia and Miami. I think so, too. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we. I think wow. the other three end. Uh, Phoenix, obviously, has not looked good in this series away from home. But this kind of feels like last round, Will, where – New Orleans really actually played a really good series against Phoenix. And Phoenix just found a way in that second half in NOLA and got it done. And it kind of feels like something like that will happen tonight I against agree. Dallas. Uh, Golden State, if Golden State loses game six, they could legitimately lose the series. As That'd ridiculous as that sounds. But they could legitimately lose the series. If it's a game seven on the road, like, even even without John Moran, if they, the, the Grizzlies have looked better in the series with no John. So you forget it, they played great all year without him. I mean, it kind of gets they're twenty. Wait, were they twenty-one and five without him this year? Yeah, and I think three I, of those games were Memphis kind of rested starters, so you can really kind of break it down and go through it when they were really yeah. playing their guys without Ja. I think they were twenty and two, something like that. So look, they were, they were, they were, they were good. They were good. I, I look, I, I think Golden State closes them out tomorrow night, but probably. I mean, I'll probably take points with Memphis again. I, yeah. I probably will do that, like I did in Game Four. And then, uh, and then I like Milwaukee to close it. I, Will that series has really flipped so many times because I have a whole bunch of Milwaukee Eastern Conference futures, and I thought after they blew Game Four when Al Horford went in the freaking time machine, um, and and was dominant in that fourth quarter, and then Tatum was great on top of him. I thought, oh no, we're, we're, we have all these great Milwaukee numbers through the year where they they were much longer than they should have been. And they're all going to lose because freaking Al Horford beat me. And then last night, down six with two and a half to go, I'm like, oh, Craig, we're going to have to win a game seven on the road in order for these to get home. And then the Bucks showed you why they are the defending champs. And I think they're going to close them out in six. And what a missed opportunity this is going to end up being for Boston, where it was all sitting in front of them with a six-point lead and two and a half minutes to go at home to take a series lead against a team where I don't care if Chris Middleton were, ends up playing game six. If the first game for him after after that injury was a was an elimination game, that is a horrible spot for a guy to come back in. So I I think the Bucks close it out. So to answer your question, just one. I think only, uh, only Philly and Miami get seven, and I think the Heat end up winning in seven where the home team wins every single game in that series. Are we looking at a rematch, Bucks Suns? Yeah, I still think so. I still think so. I think Milwaukee matches up pretty well with Miami. Bam could slow down, but 
if Bam gets in foul trouble, they don't really have anyone else that can guard him, unlike Boston, where Boston's done a good as well if you possibly could have by throwing Horford and throwing uh, throwing Grant Williams on him. Uh, if Robert Williams comes back, he can carry some a load a little bit too. Like they just don't have the depth to guard Giannis like Boston did. So yeah, and then Phoenix, I I am curious to see what a Phoenix Golden State price would be. If I got anything, if Phoenix was any better than minus one forty, I would bet Phoenix against Golden State. I just think they're much better. Me too, and I think there's there's places to attack Golden State defensively. Uh, you know, with pool, you're gonna put a lineup out there with pool. Curry's a little underrated defensively, but he's still not great. Clay's not the same as he's been. So uh, I agree. I think Phoenix is deeper. They they have home court. I think we're probably looking at a rematch. It's funny. It was so fluky the way it got there last year with all the injuries, and you feel like both teams kind of got lucky. And it's I've thought for a while this year, I've gone back and forth like you, like, we're, you know, injuries, this and that. But uh, for the most part, I thought we're looking at a rematch and it's kind of taken the roundabout way to get there, but we're probably heading for a rematch. I don't know, you know, the average fan, how much juice that series has to see a rematch of a series we saw last year in the middle of July. I don't know that, you know, is that enough of a storyline to get people wrapped up? It'll be interesting. I, I think Giannis draws a little bit more than we realize at this point. Well, I really do. Yeah, you could be right. Uh, Rangers came back, saved their season tonight. Before we get you out of here, did they? Are, are they going to come back and win this series? Sometimes, look, it, it's hockey. You never know, really, game to game, the carryover. But uh, Crosby hurt. First of all, you think Crosby's going to play? Do you think the Rangers come back and, and force a game seven and uh, ultimately steal this series? I don't know on Crosby. I don't know. I mean, for a guy who got hit high again, and a guy with a, with a history of concussions, if it's anything head related, because we do the upper body, low, lower body crap with a. Uh, with, yeah. with, any, with hockey uh, injury reports, still, uh, again, if it's anything head-related, that doesn't that doesn't uh, seem to be good. If that would be the case, I don't think the Rangers come back though. I think the, the Penguins will win this series on Friday night, and I, I, I think also with the Stanley Cup playoffs, the only team in the just to throw this out there, will the only team in the Western Conference that can beat Colorado left to me is St. Louis. Calgary, I think, would have a chance. But I, I would li- I like St. Louis more, and they would match up with them, assuming they uh, actually get by Minnesota with a chance to do it tonight. But for the Rangers, I think they're done, and I think it's a big disappointment with the way the series has played out. Because I-, I know they're, de- I-, I know everyone's going to point to Shesterkin underperforming. Their blue line has been a disaster this whole series, other than really game two in a period last night. So I just a huge disappointment in the series that I thought the Rangers were going to win. And I gave them I, I gave them a realistic chance to make the East final, and uh, if they go out in round one, that's really disappointing. Uh, quickly before we get you out of here, just in terms of futures, if somebody says, "Hey, I got a hundred bucks, I want to just throw a dart at somebody," you know, we'll start with the Panthers five to one because obviously Colorado's a short shot here, plus one eighty five. So Panthers five to one, Flames are about that, about five to one. Also, Flame, uh, Maple Leafs eight to one, Carolina ten to one, Blues nineteen to one. Lightning 20 to 1, Pittsburgh 20 to 1, Oilers 30 to 1, Rangers 32, Wild 35, Bruins 40 to 1, Kings 40 to 1, Dallas and Washington. Boy, that was a brutal loss by Washington. Dallas Terrible. and Washington, both both 100 to 1. Anything catch your eye there? Man, if you're getting St. Louis at 19 when the market was mostly 20 going in to the postseason, 25 at the peak, you can get 19 on St. Louis. That's a really good number. So okay. that would be what I would do. And then on the east side, Glutton for punishment. I actually think the Maple Leafs are getting it done tonight. I think they're knocking out the two-time defending champs, and I think this is finally the year that the Maple Leafs not only win a playoff series, but they at least bust through and get to a cup final, Will. I, I really do. So 
If you that's can get Tampa that number, tonight, right? Yeah, that's at Tampa tonight. So we'll see. We'll see. I, uh, uh, I, I very well may bet Toronto going into this game, but I, I just, again, I have Toronto, Toronto in this series. I have Toronto to win the East. So uh, again, going, going to war with a team that is the biggest chokers of them all historically in the NHL. But hey, at some point, would they got to win, right? At some point. At, at some point, things change. I mean, there was a time where the Red Sox uh, couldn't win, couldn't you know go to the World Series, make a World Series, and, and here, here we are, all these championships, all these years later. Uh, Jeff, appreciate you coming on. You got to go. Let everyone know where we can find you. On the tweets at Jeff Parles, uh, a numbers game at 10 o'clock Eastern time on the Sin Monday to Friday. And then, and then this week, uh, I get the good early assignment again, Will. 8 a.m. Eastern on Saturday on Point Spread, Saturday on VSIN. So uh, a bright and early out here in Vegas, a nice 5 a.m. start time for us. So that will be fun. Jeff, uh, looking forward to it. We'll do it again here in a few weeks, hopefully. Uh, good luck with the Mets. Good luck with all your tickets. Uh, we'll talk again soon. Thanks for coming on. Of course, Will. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Jeff Parles. Always enjoy having him on. Enjoy all the baseball, the NHL, the NBA, a packed weekend. The schedule comes out tonight, so you got a little bit of everything. No matter what sport you like, you got something to watch tonight and this weekend. So looking forward to it. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk again Monday. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.